Welcome everyone to our very first conversation here at Do More. We're so excited to be sharing insights, lessons and learnings with our team, with our stakeholders, with our partners and we're inviting you to share in this journey. Today I have Warren Farah, he's the CEO of the Do More Foundation. Welcome. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very local. I mean, this is you. You. You are the furniture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. um, and this conversation really is unscripted. It's um, authentic, and the idea is for you to share with our audience and um, others that are interested in in hearing what we've learned along the way and and some of our yeah thoughts on on various topics related to the development work we do mm. at Do More. Great. Thank you. So maybe we begin at the beginning with um, a fun check-in. And the reason we do check-ins here at the foundation, as you know, is because of our value of play. And we yeah, like to keep things lighthearted. We love what we do. So I'm going to fire a completely unplanned um, <laughs> question at you. Okay. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give this uh, one. Age old the tale. Next, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For those of you listening, this is... Uh, yeah, an answer you'll have to wait for the end of the, the conversation to hear the age-old question of the chicken or the egg. Great. But our conversation today is themed around um, the start, the beginning of the, the Do More Foundation journey. Mm. Um, it, it's a six-year-old foundation, but where did it begin? And um, what, were the, what were the kind of key points of, of founding the, the Do More Foundation? Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks, Jess. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question. I, I, I'm super proud of where we are today uh, because it's been a, it's been an incredible journey. So um, more than so, the foundation, as Jess said, is six years old, um, and we turned six in June, July of this year. Um, and probably about seven years ago, we we were. I was responsible for corporate social investment um, at RCL Foods. I was responsible for um, all, all the community work that we were doing and realized at the time that we needed to do so much more in the communities that we are operating in than um, we could just with uh, the funds coming from RCL Foods in terms of corporate social investment. And we needed to partner and collaborate in a much bigger way. And so we decided that the best vehicle in order to do that was to set up a foundation. And so we set up uh, the Do More Foundation. What was incredible about the setup is, I mean, it, it, it's quite funny when you're setting up a foundation, people go like, oh, well, it's just going to be a few months. Um, and uh, I mean, it, this is probably for another conversation, but we, we're setting up Do More UK, right? And again, they were like, oh, it's just going to be a few months. But six months later, we're still trying to set, set it up. So all these things take time. Mm. and. Um, but what was incredible at the time when we were setting up Do More Foundation is the support that we got from various stakeholders connected to RCL Foods, right? So RCL Foods was the founder of the foundation, but uh, there were so many partners um, that were you know, involved in the, the name of the foundation. So I, I remember having conversations around the name that it needs to be RCL Foods Foundation, and I, I fought strongly that it shouldn't be, um, and super glad that we didn't uh, call it RCL Foods Foundation, not because I don't like RCL Foods, because <laughs> I spent 20 years in the business, um, and I love the organization, but because it wouldn't have enabled um, other people to be part of what we are doing. 
So we ended up calling it the Do More Foundation. And Do More obviously was very linked to uh, RCL Foods' vision at the time was more food to more people more often. So the idea of more. And um, yeah, so, so from a legal perspective, we, we uh, had a legal teams uh, helping us with the, uh, the, the setup of that. Uh, we had the accounting teams, we had internal teams um, uh, doing, doing the setup of the foundation. And um, I mean, if, if six years ago, for instance, to give you an idea of the success that we've had, um, six years ago, if RCL Foods was responsible for nearly 95% of what we uh, contribute into community, and over the last six years, RCL Foods' contribution hasn't come down, but today, RCL Foods' contribution is only about 16% of what we contribute to community. Well, so, I mean, and, and that's because of the numbers of people that are now are part of our foundation, um, because of the collaboration that's happened, because of the partners that contribute to a much bigger vision. You mentioned young children. Have young children always been the focus of the foundation? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good question because uh, they haven't always been. Um, I mean, when I, when I started in the foundation, I didn't know the importance of, of young children. I really didn't. I, 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 I mean, I, I knew about... No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I knew about um, various things in terms of community development work. And mm. um, thank goodness, in, in about 2013, actually, I met a, a, an amazing woman called Pam Pickin. Um, an ECD uh, expert, really, who headed up TREE um, for a number of years. And uh, she was so passionate about the early childhood development uh, you know, uh, sector. Mm. And, uh, and that's where I learned uh, the, the importance of the early years. I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I obviously went to university, or fortunate to go to university on that. And I didn't realize the importance of, of the early years. So the early years, when I talk early years, I'm talking from conception through to age five. Um, and... Um, I think Pam would be beaming right now. And for those of our <laughs> listeners who um, also know Pam Pickin, just wow, what a, an incredible um, champion in the ECD yeah. sector Agreed. and a huge value as, valued asset to our team. Um, what is interesting there is, is then the focus on young children, which corporates don't always um, acknowledge or see the value of. It's something that's been an emerging theme and a topic. So it's mm. really amazing mm. that you went on that journey. Absolutely. A question that uh, we get asked quite often is, um, and I'm jumping a little bit backwards here to, to the RCL Foods conversation, is mm. are you RCL Foods or are you not RCL Foods? <laughs> so um, you mentioned, you know, you're founded, but how does that work? Maybe you could just give a little bit of clarity on, are you your sure. own entity? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Absolutely, we are a, a separate legal entity. We were founded by RCL Foods, and, and, and interestingly, um, at the start, when we started the foundation, I was um, cautious about linking the foundation to RCL Foods as a corporate, because I was worried that people would be like, yeah, but it's a corporate foundation. Um, and actually what I've learned is the, the huge value that RCL Foods contributes to the foundation today, and we are, what we are today because of RCL Foods. Um, RCL Foods, I mean, you ask who I'm employed by. I'm employed by RCL Foods, but I'm seconded mm -hmm. um, full-time onto the trust. I am responsible for RCL Foods as corporate social investment, but my work, all of corporate social investments is actually channeled through the foundation. So I, I have the amazing task of heading up the foundation. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, RCL Foods obviously covers our overheads, um, it covers uh, salaries, um, and so a lot of what partners contribute into the foundation actually goes directly into the work of the foundation and not oh. into overheads, et cetera. And I think that's a conversation then around the collective impact model that um, the foundation takes and, and the way in which we operate is that shared value opportunity for partners to invest deeply into communities. Absolutely. Quite novel. Yeah. Um, the other question I suppose to pose to you is in terms of decision making, where do the trustees sit? Is it all RCL Foods? I think people would be curious to understand yes. how does the governance of the foundation work um, in mm. terms of accountability and, and decision making? Mm. I, I'm super proud of the the um, the trustees that we have, um, and, and some of them are RCL Foods non-exec uh, trustees, but some of them are completely independent trustees. Um, some are RCL Foods directors, but what is what is amazing about the direct the the trustees at least is that um, they they understand their role from a governance perspective. They don't get involved in the strategy of the foundation. They don't get involved in the day-to-day -day activities of the foundation. That is up to the management team and myself and the leadership team um, to, to manage. Um, and so, yeah, we, we meet them four times a year. Um, they are very strong on the governance and sure. kind of perspective. So making sure that we, yeah, we, we um, lead a great organization. And uh, within that, we, we do what we need to do. And I think that's also, um, you know, the, uh, I remember the, the CEO of RCL Foods and the board came um, and went with us into the community and, and, and to look at the work that we're doing. And I remember the CEO at the time saying to his board, the reason why the organization has, has, has been as successful as it is because we haven't been involved. In other words, not, not, um, not micromanaging the organization. They, they've enabled us to grow into whatever we have needed to be. Mm. And I think that's a huge, uh, I mean, uh, kudos to RCL Foods for letting us do that. Yeah, wow. um, and it, it has enabled incredible growth, innovation, um, flexibility of the organization. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I just want to say at this point as well that I, I think the, the foundation is, is where it is today because of the incredible team that we have. And, and you mm. are one of those people um, that are part of the team. Um, but we have an amazing leadership team mm. and, and uh, you know, an, an, a seriously incredible bunch of people that uh, lead various segments of the foundation, um, but also just yeah, contribute to the success of the foundation. So it's, 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 never, you know, it's, it's never me. Um, I, I just have the amazing task of leading it, um, but it re the success really is, is around the, um, the, the people that are within the foundation, but, but also the incredible um, support that we get from various stakeholders, whether, it's, whether it is our cell foods or whether it is our funders or whether it's our implementing partners that we work with, um, various stakeholders, the community. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, all acknowledgement to, to them um, for where we are today. Absolutely, and really that idea of everyone getting to play, everyone be playing their part in, in young children and creating better tomorrows. Exactly, yeah. Um, so just a, a very real um, comment to close off the conversation today yeah. would be around lessons and, and challenges perhaps that you mm. could reflect on as a founder. Um, mm. What have been some of the lessons, um, yeah? that have stood out to you over the last six years? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the first lesson that came to mind, well, I, I, I don't know if it's a lesson because I'm still learning, um, is uh, difficult to detach yourself from the organization that you're working for. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not it's sure... The problem I've when your name is Dumo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm not, I'm not sure if I've, I've, I've mastered that yet. Um, mm. Uh, I, I mean, the the organization, what we've achieved, the people mm. in the organization means so much to me that I cannot even think about the separation of that. Um, and I, I think that they talk about that as a founder syndrome. Um, mm. I, I wouldn't want it to be any different, to be honest. Um, so is it a lesson I've learned? I don't think I've mastered that yet. Um, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, in, in time, um, all, all <laughs> things come in time. Sure. Um, I think uh, being... Um, in, in terms of lessons, being very single-minded um, and being confident in, in, in what you're doing, right? Mm. Uh, I, I remember when we started out as a foundation, we are focused on only four communities. In the first four years, we were focused on four communities. And we, were, we, we had to put up with many um, like conversations around why aren't you in more communities? And, and I was like, we, we need to make an impact. We need to make an, a real impact. But your name and is Do More. I know, but you also you also can't just be everything to everyone. And mm. and before we started the foundation, we were in so many different projects, yeah. and we weren't really making an impact. Wow. And and so I think one of the lessons I've learned is to yeah just to be be confident in what you decide, be very single minded. Um, yeah, they're, they're very business kind of have a vision, have yeah. a vision that people can be, be uh, get behind. It's not and, and 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 the other thing is it's never ever been about do more foundation. It's never ever been about RCL Foods. It's been about children, wow. and w and when you can focus attention and and uh, make that the the real thing that you are, you, are, you are are focused on as an organisation, other people can be part of that. When it's about you, people go like, "Why would I be contributing to something that's actually building you and not?" And so, yeah, I, th I think that for me has been one of our huge success factors. Um, and then and then also. Just bringing in the right people at the right time. I mean, we, we've there's countless examples of where we've brought in people just at the right time, and having an incredible bunch of people um, that are very passionate um, has yeah been for me one of the lessons. Um, Amazing. Yeah. You can't script this kind of stuff. No, I, and yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing so um, authentically with us today. And I think for those in the sector, for those interested in the foundation, these are the kind of real conversations that we so often wish we could have and don't, yeah, don't sure. always get the opportunity to have. No so worries. to jump to our, our intro <laughs> question, the, the playful chicken, um, it's a philosophical one. It's, you know, which came first? Was it the chicken or was it the egg? Well, I, I, I think the chicken must have come first, right? Because otherwise the egg couldn't be produced. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny you ask that because I, I, I was actually employed initially as, uh, as an employee of Rainbow, right? Um, so I was in the marketing side. So very much chicken and egg kind of, um, <laughs> yeah, relevant. Um, so yeah, well done on the very uh, poignant um, uh, question. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I guess, yeah, I, I don't know if there is an answer to that question, to be honest, but um, Fair yeah. enough, we're always learning. Exactly, <laughs> but thanks for, um, thanks for grading. Thanks for playing. No worries, thank you. To make a promise implies trust. To make a pledge creates expectation 
and to make a commitment initiates responsibility. For more than 25 years, we have made it our mission to take the ifs, buts, and maybes out of premium pet food. That's why our experts put the best science behind our food, so your pet's health is put first. That's why when you seek value, we strive to give you more, like protecting your pets with our free accident benefits. And when you need great tasting food, our fresh meat taste delivers. You see, what sets us apart is not one thing, it's all these things combined. Because we understand that when it comes to your pet's health, you don't want doubt and uncertainty. You want absolutes, the absolute best given your means, like premium veterinary quality food of real value that doesn't cost an arm and a paw. So rest assured that any claim we make, we stand by. It's our commitment to your pets and our promise to you. In fact, we're so confident in what we stand for that we have made the ultimate promise to you. It's called the Ultra Pet Promise, 100% money back guarantee, a no ifs, no buts, and no maybes kind of promise. We call it our satisfaction guarantee.